It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast is sponsored in part by Holy Grail Clothing Company, an American lifestyle brand presented by the Regal Brand Incorporated. Discover high-quality handcrafted essentials from their collections for men, women, and children. Podcast subscribers can take 15% off their entire purchase with discount code HEARDTHAT15. That's H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 when they shop the virtual retail store at HolyGrailClothingCompany.com. That's HolyGrailClothingCO.com. Holy Grail Clothing Company, wear your crown. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books, if we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romaine who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romaine Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that, listeners. If you go on trevorromaine.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5, at trevorromaine.com. Trevor Romaine, no E at the end of Romaine. Dot com today. What's up, Heard That Nation listening in the United States and around the world? You are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast, or if you are watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so that everybody knows what is happening here on the Heard That podcast. You are in for a treat today, Heard That Nation. If you are into spring cleaning, like I am, when you go and you rearrange some stuff around your house, get rid of some things, move some things around. This is the person you definitely want to listen to when it comes to your dreams, your goals and visions and doing a little spring cleaning, a little spring switcheroo and getting inspired. I am so excited to bring on my sister friend, encourager, warrior, um, TV personality, author, she is absolutely amazing. This is Jasmine Brett Stringer, is an award-winning author of Seize Your Life, How to Carpe Diem Every Day 
I'm holding the book up for those that are on watching on YouTube. She's going to talk a little bit about this. And by the end, you're going to want to get this book, especially it, 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 it is absolutely amazing. Um, she is also part of Share the Mic Minnesota, and we'll talk about that, how that has inspired her to make a movement from where she is at there in Minnesota. Uh, she has been featured on OWN TV, Yahoo, MSN, The Huffington Post. Uh, Jasmine is a woman of all entities, of all trades, and she partially inspired me to get back into doing vision boards because uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that too when it comes to, you know, getting amped up for spring and, you know, wanting to motivate and elevate your dreams. I'm so excited to have her on. Jasmine, welcome to the Heard That podcast. Hi, friend. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. And I will tell you, I'm going to take credit for this podcast too, because I remember when you were like, I want to start a podcast. And yes. I'm like, <laughs> Start a podcast. You've been saying this for so long. There's been so many things, but you are one of the first ones because I would always talk about it and talk mm -hmm. about it and talk about it and talk about it. And it's amazing during this time. And I said that to a previous guest on the show. It's amazing that a pandemic such as times like this now, and then, you know, slowly we're getting out of it slowly, but surely how it would sit, make you motivate you to look back at what you wrote down or make your vision board or you take a look at it. You're like, okay, well, I got nothing going on. So the time is right now for me to get something started and to, you know, step out of the boat, step out of the dreams and sorry, step into my dreams and just make it happen. So I thank you for that. First yeah. I always say, if you're not willing to bet on yourself, which was a lesson I learned later on, how do you expect anyone else to bet on you? Oh, that that's, that's really good. So you are from, which part of Minnesota are you from? So I'm not originally from Minnesota. I live in Minnesota. You know, I, I claim, I don't know, well, I shouldn't say this. I'm from Atlanta. I don't know if I'm a claim Georgia anymore after all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. But I, I, my Southern roots are definitely a part of who I am. But I live in Minneapolis, the Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. See, that is a part of the map that I have not been to Minnesota yet. I know, you got to come and visit me. We got a guest room. I keep telling you that every time I see you. Yes, that, that's a done deal. I will put that I on my calendar for sure. I told you it's an open invitation. That, that done, done. I will definitely put that in my calendar. So let's go back a little bit. You growing up in uh, Atlanta, how was that? And then your move to Minnesota, how did that all transpire? Yeah, so Atlanta, you know, I grew up in Atlanta um, pre-Hollywood uh, Atlanta, whatever they call it now, Hotlanta, pre-Hotlanta. It was, it was right, hot back then, but you know, you know, I, but I was in high school in the late 90s, early 2000s. So that was like my time of coming up in Atlanta. And it's definitely changed. But, you know, I love Atlanta. Um, I definitely accredit my village that I had. Um, you know, my mom's friends, my parents were divorced. My dad, his friends, like a very supportive community. I don't have human children of my own, but living in a place like Minnesota, I think, oh my God, if I were a parent of human children, I would be exhausted um, taking them different places, trying to get that representation and modeling of strong black role models for them. And mm -hmm. so like everyone that I knew, like the, I could dream big because I saw people that looked like me 
doing amazing things, doctors, lawyers, teachers, entrepreneurs, you know, judges, astronauts. I mean, so I had those visual cues Mm -hmm. at a young age, which I didn't realize how blessed and gifted now, how much of a gift that was until I was older. Um, So yeah, I'm extremely thankful and proud to be from Atlanta for that reason. That's, that's beautiful. And from, so you're in Atlanta, how long did it take you to realize, well, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. So how long were you in Atlanta before you made the move to Minnesota? Was it because yeah, of- so I'm born and raised in Atlanta, born and raised in Atlanta. Yeah. I left Atlanta to go to college in Washington, DC. So another, you know, metropolitan city with a strong black presence, Right. you know, at, at DC was the chocolate city, came back, graduated. Uh, came back. I went to American University for people saying, well, where'd you go to school at? Mm-hmm. They go to Howard. I went to American, came back to Atlanta, worked um, a couple years that I was transferred to Alabama. I came, then I was transferred back to Atlanta and then transferred to Minnesota. So I used to work in corporate America. I worked for um, major Fortune 500 food companies. So two mm-hmm. of the top food producers in this country, I worked for them and I sold food. I um, did a B2B sell. So, yeah. I love the story. I think you and I talked several years ago about, because I would, I mean, my background was restaurants and hotels and everything yeah. else. And you had said a uh, similar background, but then uh, a- Food service sales. Yeah. And yeah, working food. with contracts. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that we were talking about that and how, because I was asking you, how in the world did you go from, you know, food sales and everything else to TV personality, which I, I, I love the story. I don't want to ruin it for anybody because I want to make sure that it's told right by you uh, because I just think that's so, such an incredible journey from food sales to, you know, you, everybody in Minnesota seeing your smiling face and beyond because you've been featured in so many things. And, you know, I've given you thunderous rounds of applause because what you have done and what you continue to do for many people that see you on TV as well, they hear your voice on your podcast or, you know, on this podcast as well, has elevated people to dream big and has elevated people to seize the day, seize their life. Uh, It is so important for what you're doing because if you had stayed in food sales as you were, I don't know if there would be a carpe diem with Jasmine. Yeah, probably not because you know what? I did have a blog when I was working and it it was thoughts from Jasmine. So Mm -hmm. you know what happened to me? I was laid off and you know, a lot of people, so I'm going to talk to you. I don't know. A lot of people have lost jobs to write about now, or a lot of people are saying, can I lose my job and get a package or, you know, or a lot of people are unemployed. A lady that I know, um, Tamika Jones was a makeup artist and she was furloughed. And so she launched the business in the middle of the pandemic. And I'm like, you go girl, like, how'd you do this? So I was unemployed and I, I another gift. God, see, I, I, I tell my husband every day, I'm like, you are so lucky you married me because I am one of God's <laughs> favorites. Yeah. And so I claim that, I own that, I walk in it, I declare it, that God loves me and I am one of God's favorites. And so God blessed me with a layoff and it was a gift of, paid time off to think and so I knew I had wanted to get out of food service sales and working with these I wanted to do something different I knew that but what the difference is I did not know 
And you kind of need time to think about it. And I had a full life. I mean, most of us have full lives. And this mm -hmm. is why for some, the pandemic and quarantine was a huge gift because it allowed us like to slow down some of the, as my husband would say, some of the chasing, you know, my mom's like, you're just so busy, just be, just take the time to be. Mm -hmm. So the pandemic has given us the time to just be if we want to, with our thoughts, to think about, read those old journals, think about what we want to do, um, think about our lives. Like, are we, are we living the lives of our dreams? Are we living the lives we vision for ourselves? And if we aren't, how can we get on course or how can we do that? So when I was laid off, I got this gift of paid time off the thing because they were still going to pay me for a while. And everyone said, again, our society, this is one of the things that really upsets me is that, you know, people want to define success for other people. Other people were like, girl, you better get another job and bank that severance. Think about your retirement, like pay off any bills or whatever. But it wasn't about like finding something, a new job that would like make my heart sink or that mm -hmm. would fulfill me even more that I did not get that advice but my mom did say well you deserve to take some time off Jasmine you haven't had a kid so you didn't get maternity leave so I was like yeah okay I'm gonna take some time off to think in the meantime I started a, a consulting opportunity fell in my lap and I think that's about the time that you and I met when I was mm -hmm. like going back and forth to New York but my boss there asked me she goes Jasmine what is like your secret dream that you have buried and you haven't shared it with anyone and I thought about like my secret dream and I was like oh my god I want to do something in tv what is it what that looks like I don't know I remember it wasn't even my field trip it was like a friend's field trip with the Girl Scouts when I was a little girl and I remember we went to the news station in Atlanta WSB TV channel 2 and I remember seeing like the news counter and the green screen. And I just thought that was so cool. And then you and I, we, we love Oprah Winfrey and, mm -hmm. and you know, her impact on television and like Ricky Lake. And I, and I, I love to talk. I've never met a stranger. My mom says I was a precocious kid. I'm like, yeah, I want to connect with people and I want to connect with the masses. So I thought TV would be that medium. And I literally, once I got clear on that, on that dream, I was like, okay, well, what kind of TV do I want to do? I know I don't want to be a news anchor because I don't want to go to some station every day. And I don't want to talk about depressing murders. I'm a happy person. Like yeah. I want to be the light in the world. So I was like, oh, lifestyle TV. Um, maybe I could be a, I'm going to get a blog. So then I could go on and they could say, you know, a blogger would give me a credential. So I'm literally, I'm just like figuring all of this out, but I, I, this is what I tell people, you get clear on the vision mm -hmm. of what you want. You get clear on a goal. And if you're serious about it, it will unveil itself as it should. And you just have to keep taking daily action. Cause then somebody told me I needed a reel. And then I, this contest happened. I mean, the way it came together for me, you'd be like, really? How, how did that happen? Like the station that I'm on, every week now I saw the anchor because again I had a farewell to Oprah party years ago she came I saw her on the street one day literally on the street I'm at half year and I'm like you know you should have me on your show now I'm doing this lifestyle work was I no but in my mind I was doing and she said send me something
Wow. I mean, you were speaking, you were speaking your vision forward without it actually, you didn't actually have anything at that time. Well, I was working on it. I mean, like I had, wow. I did this contest. I did a contest yeah. and I had a, I had a video from a contest that I could send. And I was like, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you said that, that, that is, that, that is bold. That's phenomenal. So when you said that to her and then, you know, she said, send me something. I mean, what was your whole thought process? Like you were like, okay. Yeah, uh, I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to send you something. So then I like, I mean, and another great thing about the time that we live in now, mm -hmm. it's like, we have this tool called Google. So I'm like, what does like a pitch look like? And again, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, um, I'm a, what is the word, Exper experiential learner. So I mm -hmm. learn by doing, I did not study, and, and I didn't even study communications in school. I studied international marketing. Like I, I was a business major. Right. Uh, and I went to school in DC. I didn't even study politics. Um, so I was like, okay, let me send an outline of what a segment could look like. Then I learned, you know, that visuals are important and you, you know, you read and, and you, you do research and, you know, so I'm, you know, I just keep trying. I don't want to say fake it till I make it. I'm not faking it, but I'm doing the best I can until I learn something else, until I learn how to do it differently. Or someone tells me, nope, this is the way it needs to be done or, you know, et cetera. Mm -hmm. That's so cool because with that experience and then you becoming a, a TV personality and you seeing these doors open and I just hope somebody that's listening and watching this knows that any kind of dream that you have or anything that you wrote down and that it could have been five years ago, you wrote it down, 10 years ago, you wrote it down and everything else. It's so good to revisit what you yeah. want to do, what you, your intention was. And this pandemic I've seen Jasmine just has halted so many people. And I, I, I'll admit mine for a moment until you know, I snapped out of it and saying, okay, well, you got a microphone, you got a laptop, you got you know, a headset. You know, I entered a contest myself. I mean, this is the time and, to do it because yeah, you know, people are extending grace. Like I do TV now from my home. Like the sound was off today, and I'm like, oh no, the sound was messed up, and I tried yeah. to check it because I had a sound issue before. But people are extending grace because they know we are at home mm -hmm. during this pandemic. I mean, look at D Nice and what he has accomplished. Oh, absolutely amazing from his house, from his house, from his house, from his pain. Yeah, like a being bored and let me do this. For, and I said to him, I sent friend. him a message too, like that day that I was furloughed, I was furloughed on, on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, that day, mm -hmm. we were closed up the restaurant. That evening he comes on and has all this music playing. And I'm like, D-Nice, the actual D-Nice from, you know, BDP, like Boogie Down Productions. Okay, let me see what this is all about. And I promise you, Jasmine, I basically, I think I wore myself out just dancing around every room, like the living room, the bathroom, the kitchen, all, you know, just, just joy. My husband's looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm just like, listen, I, I don't want to think about what happened to me today. I just want to dance. I want to join. And it's all from his home. So it's like, we were all connected in a club from our house and what connected. Yeah, I got the pictures music. like that epic night. I think it was like the, I don't think it was, a, was it the 17th, but like when Michelle about like that one yeah, night. Everybody was, was in there. Million people. Yeah, yeah. It, it was absolutely great. And what I'm saying was, so I had, you know, inspired from that and, and people like you, you know, okay, I'm gonna start this podcast. It's gonna happen, you know, wrote out my script, got people that could help me. Shout out to Alex Bryant, uh, shout out to my brother, um, Jay Chase. And it, it came to fruition. So it's just so good that 
people that are watching this and that seeing this know that it's not too late for them to start their dreams. No, I mean, I just watched the Tina Turner documentary on Sunday night. So good. Um, have you seen it? I need yet? to check that out. I need to check it that out. It is so good. But, you know, she became a rock and roll singer. Yeah, she was, you know, had some fame with Ike, but Tina, mm-hmm. the star Tina, was late 40s and 50 when that shift happened. That part I didn't know. Shift. And I, I hope people said that. I said shift. I'm like, yeah. I said this ball flat. Shift. <laughs> 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 yeah. I did say shift. <laughs> Shifting, y'all, shift. Yes. Yeah, yes. I did not know that, that uh, the 40s and 50s. Yeah, I, I did not know that uh, piece of information about her. Wow, I, yeah. I definitely got checked out that documentary because I, I saw everybody's post on it and how good it was. And it just, it's, it, most of the comments I was reading, it was just about her and not, like you said, about Ike and everything. It was just about Tina, the person, Tina, mm-hmm. the singer, you know, her life, her journey, everything else. So, you know, definitely that is on my list. I want to dive right into your amazing, awesome book um, that ties right into what we were just talking about as far as dreams. And I had mentioned to you before we got onto this podcast show, uh, one of the chapters that has really, really resonated with me is about your dreams. And with everything going on and people putting a halt to, to it, and I know that we are repeating this over and over and over again, but hopefully people are going to catch this and be like, okay, they made their point. They said it 40 times about dreams and going for it and everything else and all that. I mean, a person myself that started this podcast in August and, and did, I'm, I'm live from my kitchen table right now. <laughs> they can make this happen. And you've been talking, like I said, I know. Yes. The last time I saw you in person was two years ago. So I know mm-hmm. we talked about it. We did. I know when I talked about my podcast. So I know I'm going to say like, for the five years this has been on your heart Mm -hmm. it it has been for a very long time and I think that people need to to just get a grasp of if anything that you can learn from this whole year that we've had that was crazy look at the fact that you're still here you're still present you're still alive and there's something that you're supposed to be doing yeah exactly doing yeah or something you're supposed to be doing. And I, I would say like, you know, with the podcast, you just started it. And maybe you think something's your dream and you're like, well, people are, someone is listening. So I'm going to say, Sarah, if you are listening to this and your dream is to start a podcast and you're like, well, what if people don't listen? What, what if people don't like my voice? Get out of your head, get out of the fear state and just do it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's so, so key. And the part that I like that what you wrote in here on there, it says Carpe Diem guidelines to allow yourself to dream. And again, I'm showing the book. If you're watching it on YouTube, it's absolutely amazing. And I'll have Jasmine at the end talk about how you can order it because I want her to sell out of this book. I, I told her before we even got back on here that uh, I'm reading this, this is my third time reading it. And there's just so many, so many awesome things that she says, so, much, so many gems that she's dropped in this book. But this one, this chapter here says, allow yourself to dream. She puts on here, don't be afraid to dream and to dream big, loud, and unapologetic, unapologetically. Remember, it's never too late to make a dream come true. The dreams you have while sleeping are often trying to tell you something. Pay attention and when in doubt, write it down. And that part right there, 
because of that is why I have a notepad next to me on my nightstand. Yeah. Because you amaze inspirations and stuff and ideas that I'll come up with come at you know, early in the morning and I'll pop up and it's like four, four forty-seven in the morning. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this on the show or I'm gonna, you know, enhance this and yeah. everything else. I think it's so important for people to dream big, dream loud, dream unapologetically, like you said, but to write down your dreams. Yeah, and I will say this, like, you know, you're gonna ask me about Carpe Diem. You know, Carpe Diem has been my mantra since I was in high school. Yeah. Well, a lot of years. And it's Latin for seize the day. And I think a lot of times people hear things like dream big, seize the day. And they think you have to be, do like these grand things or these really adventurous things or mm-hmm. these Instagram worthy moments that will make people envious. But I really contend that it's how we show up in our everyday life, these regular moments it's where we are really having the most impact on ourselves and on other people. So maybe your dream is to be the best mom you can be. Like you don't want to do anything in TV. Or maybe your dream is to write a book. Just start writing. I mean, but it is your dream, you know? And so I don't want you to say like, oh, I've got to do this podcast and I've got to be on TV and I've got to, you know, travel. If that's not what you want to do you don't have to do that mm-hmm. uh, and that's and that's so important for people to know that and when did the inspiration of seize your life uh, this is a two-part question when did the inspiration where the inspiration came for you to write this book seize your life again people she will drop the uh, details about it at the end because i want her to sell this book it's very important for people to have it and also how long have you been doing vision boards? Because I call you the vision board guru. Because every yeah. single time that I've seen a post by you or something that you've done video-wise or everything else, you'll have your sign back there that says Carpe Diem with Jasmine, which you're always referencing about writing down your dreams or putting a vision board together. And I mean, it, it's, been, it's so important because it's been a powerful impact in, in your path of what you've been doing, you know, TV and writing and, and everything like that there. How has that, uh, how were you inspired by the book? And then also with uh, doing vision boards and, and all yeah. that. So I wrote the book because um, most people don't realize this. Like I speak, really, that's how I make a lot of my money, speaking in front of audiences. And so sometimes people wanted to book me as a speaker and they were like, we have this budget or we don't have a budget. So would you consider a pro bono opportunity or would you work for XYZ? And in my mind, I'm like, ooh, I am missing a opportunity to make money because I could, if I had a book, I could like, you know, sell a hundred copies in the back of the room. And so that would be a way to compensate me for my time or a way for me to add on. We always hear about diversifying your income stream. So this would be a diversification mm-hmm. of an income stream for me. And I was literally gonna write a book about networking but talk about those dreams and you write them down and I always say God speaks to me in my dreams and Mm -hmm. it was like who are you Jasmine you talk about seizing the day and so many people they ask me like Jasmine how do I carpe diem Jasmine what do you mean when you say carpe diem so I was like I'm gonna write a book and I'm gonna put it all in and I'm a a basic girl so it is like practical bite-sized 
nuggets of goodness that I hope people will revisit from time to time when they mm -hmm. need inspiration. And in, it's not just a book that you wrote about, you also have, it's kind of like a workbook too. Yeah. Because you have on here, um, you know, once you read the chapter, it's like, okay, you're going to allow yourself to dream. So how are you going to reflect on, you know, allowing yourself to dream? What do you, you know, what is your goals? What is your dreams and everything else? And you had the audacity to put lines in here. Me, I wrote down in a separate notebook because I write yeah. a lot. Um, but you have on here, you know, what are you going to do? So that it's a reminder to the person that's reading this. Oh, okay. This is what I committed myself to when right. I said I was going to. Yeah, because I, I, I thought about me, like I would highlight something and then I would mm -hmm. miss the prompts. I'm like, I need a place to take notes because I write all in my books and I, and I journal too. You know that. Oh yeah. And, and that's a, I, amen sister to the journaling high five across yeah. the screen to the journaling for sure. Cause that. I didn't high even start five, high, high five because <laughs> I didn't journal because uh, I, I was like journaling what that's excessive writing that's ridiculous oh I've been journaling for uh, quite a while now and trust me revisiting what I wrote it kind of keeps me in checking it as accountability piece like oh okay yeah I said I was going to start this podcast yes oh that right such and such a date I did talk to Jasmine about that you know and I was cheering her on everything else okay yeah Ooh, I was supposed to make a move about this. Let me make sure that I do that. You know, so I, I just, I absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and not that. only does journaling like help you with yeah. your dreams. Oh yeah. But it shows you like where you have come from, you know? Exactly. Exactly. That evolution and the growth. It's like, what's on, what's on social media where people have how it started and how it's going. Yeah, that's basically exactly. what, that's what the journaling is. I didn't even think about that, but that is it. How it started and how it's, it's going. going. Yes. It's so, you know, going through a difficult year of 2020 and now we're almost four months into 2021. Again, people need to revisit your goals and dreams, your passions. Another passion of Jasmine's that she started, which is absolutely so amazing. Um, there was a group of women Shout out to uh, Bose St. John, Lubby Jones, Glennon Doyle, and Stacey Bende. And the, in September of last year, that started Share the Mic Now, which is a platform. Oh, so they started it in June. They started uh, in June, that's June. right. They started in right, June. Yeah. June. And I was, I mean, it was so, it was so eye-opening for me to see. I was like, wait a minute. These women are going to start something like, they're the, the, the powerful. Okay. Let me back up. Cause I was just in awe of trying to keep up with all of them. And then I'm going to go right into, you know, your thing that you started. Um, so they, it was, uh, what is it? Speakers, authors, actresses, uh, of white actresses, uh, speakers, authors, and all that. They were on IG and loaned their, uh, social media, Instagram platforms to well-known or, you know, not so well-known black authors, uh, musicians, actresses and everything else. And when I tell you that that was such a powerful thing of hearing so many stories from Carrie Champion uh, to Nicole Walters to uh, so many other authors and, and, and people, for me, it was like a history class because it was a lot of people that I did not know of, you know, the people of color, black women, that were you know wrote a book or they're authors or they were directors or it was it was such a powerful moment and to see people be on there and learn something from every single one that took over um a well-known white 
person's, uh, a woman's um, Instagram page. I, I was trying to keep up because there was just so much of it going on at the same yeah. time. But the, the, the success of it was huge. It was absolutely huge. Um, did your inspiration to do Share the Mic Minnesota come from that? So I will tell you, a little bit of it came from that, but so much had happened. You know, I live, again, Minnesota, mm -hmm. the birthplace of this new awakening when we talk about the fight for racial equality and social yeah. justice that happened with, you know, George Floyd's trial taking mm -hmm. place right now. Um, and so at the beginning of last year, I had a big goal of what I was going to do, what I was going to accomplish, because it was 2020, 2020 vision. And by mid-March, all of that, you know, that I thought had come to an end. So I was really, you know, I was walking and dancing for my mental health and peace of mind. But I was in my feelings a lot, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to make some money? My work, everything, you know, like I worked so hard for this. Even I wasn't even doing TV then because, you know, stations weren't having, it was, it was just a mess. And yeah. so then we get to May and we're coming off uh, Ahmed Omri, Rihanna Taylor, and then George Floyd. And people are like, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. And so there is this new energy and like I said I like to call it the new awakening so many of us were awake before but the new awakening to the mm -hmm. masses and blackout Tuesday happened yeah. I did a segment um so blackout Tuesday happened and one of the anchors on my station was like oh follow Jasmine for inspiration and positivity and I got like 50 new followers on IG and I was like what like his people already know me like I can't believe this happened but I was like did they need his like co-signing you know like I I was really shocked because I thought that audience already knew me right. so to get that um quantifiable resort or result that quickly then someone else had reached out to me about a segment that I had done and they're like is this what you meant when you said um you know start where you are how they were going to start amplifying voices and update their podcast materials and then a girlfriend and I always go back and forth about Glenn and Dull. And you said it, Marissa, you said this is a great book. And I'm like, yeah, why is everybody quoting Untamed? I want them to be quoting Seize Your Life. I'm going to reach out to Glennon Dole and say, Glennon Dole, I'm a great Black woman who wrote some inspirational words. Like, how are you bringing diverse voices on this journey? So I was going to reach out to Glennon Dole and Elizabeth Gilbert and a few more people. That was my idea. Mm -hmm. And then I heard something about share the mic. I can't even remember who it was or share the mic. Now it was like a soccer player on Stephen Colbert. I was cleaning the kitchen and I went to bed and I woke up and God is like, that's what you're going to do. You are doing share the mic, Minnesota, Jasmine, because it's not all about you. And it is better when you bring people on the journey. And so we launched June 24th. And we have been going, I'm so happy that we have sustained this effort, that we are sharing mm -hmm. the mic, not only on Instagram, but on Twitter. We have different partnerships and collaborations. Last week, we had like the, a Black woman VP of Community Impact for the United Way take over Minneapolis-St. Paul's magazines, um, which is a huge lifestyle magazine in the Twin Cities. Jane Hogan Olson, the editor, sponsored that and served as the ally. We had the CEO of Bremer Bank last week, the CMO of Lando Lakes for one of our, our partner collaborations. But it's really about 
amplifying the voices of black and brown women and amplifying the voices of those from marginalized communities Mm -hmm. because we are doing great things you know one lady who shared the mic was like it's like I'm an undiscovered gem so I want to amplify these undiscovered gems and give them an opportunity to reach new audiences and new platforms and when we talk about how do we become more equitable how do we take action for racial equality you Mm. have to know the issues affecting people and Marissa you know this your experience in Michigan it's not the same as my experience in Atlanta. Right. Your experience in Texas is not the same as my experience in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So Black people and marginalized people, we are not a monolithic group. Right. So you need to hear from other perspectives and other thoughts and so that you can understand and put a plan in place on how you can take action for equity or be an ally if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I love the support that you got of the birth of this and beyond. And it felt like for me, I can't speak for anybody else, you know, cause I don't know how many people were chiming in on your IG when you were introducing it and talking about it, everything else. And I didn't know how many of them were chiming in from Minnesota or not. But for me, I felt like I was part of Minnesota because listening yeah. to you talking about it and the people that were part of it and it was it. Yeah, together. and we're still going. You yeah, can it's still going. I get them fourth Wednesday every month. Yeah, and and that's the cool thing is that y'all are still going and I hope that it goes for a very long time because like you said, it's important for, you know, black and brown women to amplify, to get their voices out there of of different things that they have going on. It is so incredible of how many voices there are that that I'm seeing. And then I think it's an opportunity for us to share our stories from a place of strength and a place of power. Because another thing that happened is like people want you to like share about you when they want to hear about it. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, let me come when I'm jazzed up, when I'm empowered, when I am feeling my best to share my story and my voice. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so good because people will, the common thing that I, I hope that everybody gets from that, that it was been following not only Share the Mic Now, but also Share the Mic Minnesota is understanding. Yeah. That, that everybody has a story, like you said, but for everybody to understand their story and come from a place of, oh, okay. And be that yeah, I call it awareness. I call it, we're, so I said like year one is about awareness. And so now that we've captivated the people with awareness, mm-hmm. we can move to action. And, and oh, that, that is just, just so amazing that it, can, it continues to happen and that people can continue to be a support system and continue to be an ally for that. It's, it, and I was going to say this while I'm sitting there talking to you, and I do this with every single show, and it's a fun fact because people do not know this. Always in the background when I'm talking to my guests, I always have the Hallmark Channel on. Because <laughs> 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 and, you know, yeah, people are like, going, why is she going from Sheridan Mike, Minnesota to Hallmark? Well, because Jasmine has an amazing story about her and I have this bond over Hallmark Christmas movies. I don't I know, Did you get the email? I mean, you know, I got the email yesterday with yes. the spring. I do not care how many times I have seen these, these Christmas movies. I don't care if people say they're cheesy. I do not care. That is my favorite time of the year. And I love that Hallmark features and they Christmas to movies. Us once a week now. And yes, once it. a week. Thank you, Hallmark. Thank you, Hallmark, for keeping us, you know, going. Yes. So Jasmine was really good. Yeah. Jasmine was in a cool, very cool contest 
of, of Hallmark movies. And I want you to share uh, your story about how you entered this contest and the outcome of it and that you ended up being on a particular talk show because of your love of Hallmark movies. Yeah, so there was the two years ago, and I think they actually did it last year too, a different company did it, and it wasn't just Hallmark movies, but it was watch 24 Hallmark movies in 12 days, and mm -hmm. they'll pay you a thousand bucks. I was at a brunch, a friend and I entered the contest together. We made, I mean, like, you should see this video. I don't know, I, I know the video is posted. I don't know if it is um, public, because even though I'm on TV, I don't know how to edit. It is like so homemade, jinky. I'm so surprised that we won. I like, I listen, I don't care. It was, so I was, like, it was like, the joy was the of the magic. video. Who they cares about the edit? Yeah. But I was like, yeah, we're just sitting up there like, hey, I'm Jasmine. I love Hallmark movies. Let me tell you. Um, but it was so much fun watching those movies in 2019 and doing it with a friend and then last year in November I got to be on the Kelly Clarkson show and play a little yeah. trivia game so now this summer we're going to go up to Park City um for the for the prize that I won for or for a trip but I love um those Hallmark movies because I don't know like I know that people are going to get together and they only get together in the last seven minutes of the movie but mm -hmm. they make you work for it and oh, you, they do you wonder they do and you get invested and I got a whole bunch of movies still on my DVR I gotta watch that I didn't get a chance <laughs> <laughs> and why I record them because they come on over and over again because I do and that's just what I do but it makes okay. me happy to know that you have it on this is so but good. Can, okay. Can so, I just say one thing? Yeah. Because I know I don't know how on time. So you asked no, you're me a good. questions. And I just want to make sure that I that I hit these points. Um, what's your first question that you ask people? Oh, what's my first what question? What did you learn? What'd you say? What did I learn? What's my biggest takeaway for yes, 2020? What was your biggest takeaway? Yeah. So my biggest takeaway for 2020, and I, and this is for you, whoever is listening. So 2020. I said it was going to be a breakout year for me. I was like, I want to make all this money, blah, 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 blah. Um, because I do a, equate output to money and some people don't. And so that is fine. But that is right. how I was measuring my success last year. I was going to make this amount of money. And I had a terrible situation experience with a, a coach that I had hired right when the pandemic broke out. Mm -hmm. And so my husband, who kind of stays in his own lane, was like, Jasmine, what is going on? Like, you're paying her? Like, you know so much more than her? Like, he's like, are you suffering from low self-esteem? Do you not have, like, the confidence to believe in yourself? Like, why would you, what is she doing for you? Mm. But you're just saying you have this coach. And I'm like, yeah, that was an eye-opener. Um, and so that always you know, is in the back of my mind sometimes. So then, you know, everything that is happening in the feelings, trying to figure out like, how am I going to work? There are no events. I'm not, a, I mean, you know, just everything that was going on. And when the idea for Share the Mic Minnesota happened, I was like, ooh, I know this is a divine assignment. And I did reach out to people and I said, hey, yeah. can I run this idea by you? But I was like, I'm going to own it because my husband's like, why do you always want to collaborate and partner? Just do the damn thing and be done with it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me just do the damn thing. Like, gosh, girl, you know, <laughs> excuse me. And I am so pr happy. I'm proud that I did. And so that is my lesson 
from 2020 is one, obedience. And I say this all the time, just do it, Mm -hmm. but just do it. If anything, if 2020, if you were sitting around with the scars and the wounds of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, and you are still allowing yourself to be paralyzed by fear, shame on you. Because what you should have learned is that life is for the living and nothing is promised. So we got to get about our business of making our dreams come true. You know, I think about uh, fame. If you want fame, well, right here, right now, it's where you start paying. If you want to achieve your dreams right here, right now is where you start making them come true. And you got to be willing to do the work. Now, I'm not saying there's going to be, but you got to work for it. Absolutely. But you got you to gotta make the decision and you got to start taking the action today. I don't know what else there needs to be said. That, 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 is, that is perfect. That is absolutely perfectly said. Hope, I, I've, I hope that people had gotten that message right there if now feeling inspired and feeling like okay it is my time let me go for it let me do this how if can not they... now when when because, right who knows what's gonna happen you know our world exactly. shut down and so and i and again i love this quote i told you this when we were offline yep. one of my favorite quotes from you know i don't know if you noticed my um 50 cent quote in the book about you can pray or you can worry. The great philosopher, 50 cent, the great (laughs) philosopher P. Diddy said, Mm -hmm. if 2020 didn't bring out the hustle in you, nothing will. Right. So everybody get your hustle amplified and get your hustle on more than ever now. Jasmine, people want to follow you and your book is going to sell out. We have already claimed that several times. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. How can they follow you? So, so easy. Look, it's Carpe Diem with Jasmine. And then on social, so that's me on Facebook, that's my website. And then I'm just Carpe Diem JBS, Jasmine Brett Stringer, my name, Carpe Diem JBS. You can go to the website, Carpe Diem with Jasmine. If you want a signed copy of the book, you can go to Amazon if you've got Prime and they'll just send it to you in your 24 hours. Get a signed copy. Um, but get a signed copy, Carpe Diem with Jasmine.com. Connect with me, Carpe Diem with Jasmine on Facebook and then just Carpe Diem JBS on Instagram, IG, and Twitter. Phenomenal. Before we go, bonus question. Oh, yeah. Going back to the Hallmark Christmas movies. What is your all-time favorite one? Oh, my all-time favorite one. You know, I love, because Holly Robinson, I love the Christmas and Evergreen series. Oh, yes. I was hoping so you would say that. That's not one. That's a series. No, the whole series. Right? That's a whole, whole series. series. Yeah. That counts as one. one every year. They give us a new one every year. It's like, it's not a trilogy. It's a series. It just Whatever. keeps building. I look forward to a new one or two if they happen to do that homework. Yeah. Hopefully you're listening because I know yeah. that it has to continue. You have to, now that you started. And homework, if you're listening, I want to do something with y'all and I want to be in a, a, a movie with Dolly Parton, but everybody wants to be in the Dolly movie. But okay, hey, you spoke it out there. So yeah. I'll be, I'll be the glorified extra. Just have me by the Christmas tree, you know, with my eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> Smile on my face. Jasmine, sister friend, you are so amazing. I've just learned a lot from you today. All well, over again. And thank I appreciate you so it. much for having me on. I am so proud of you. Can I just say this? I am so proud of you. Let this podcast, heard that, 
serve as your inspiration to what? Be obedient and just do it. Carpe diem. I'm seizing the day. I'm seizing my life. Hopefully yes. somebody's going to seize their life. Jasmine, yes. hugs and high fives. Hugs, high fives. Hey, you got to seize this life because we only have this one life. You doggone right. Thank you so much for listening today on the Heard That Podcast. And as I always end the show, take care, stay safe. Yeah, TikTok, I'm just rolling on the block. Reese and Tiffany heard that. Pocket show about to start. Heard that. You should know if entertainment is your goal. You're talking sports and travel, yo. This the hottest pot show. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know, now you know. All you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that. Look, all you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at HeardThatWithMarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know, now you know. All you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that. Look, all you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that, heard that.